Welcome to Zero's Game Room, where all things gaming takes place. Interviews, discussions, and the latest gaming news. So take a seat, get comfortable, adjust your headset, because it's game time. Here's your host, Zero. Welcome to Zero's Game Room, the podcast where we talk about all of things gaming. And this is a little bit more of a breaking news episode that I was we are actually recording the night before that this goes up. Because it's kind of a big deal. But before I jump into any of that, I have a co-host with me. Not Sir Grayson Live, but a buddy of mine that I know in real life named Onpred. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Zero. Uh, you called me at the last minute. I was taking a shower, but you know what? I just got out, and I just had to be on just for you, man. Dude, I appreciate this so much because this is some kind of big news we got going on here. Last minute stuff they just released, at least when we're talking about two hours ago, so everything's going crazy. A lot of speculations, and we have so much to talk about. It's such a little time, so I just can't wait for this, man. Okay, so basically, this for the longest time, there have been some rumors going around about the next... Well, we knew for a fact that the next Pokemon game was going to be on the Switch. That we knew. That we did. But what we didn't know is that on May 29th, the info would be dropped about what the Pokemon game would be. And Pokemon games, it's not like colors. It's Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. What? By the way, set to be released on November 16th of this year, 2018. Wow. Okay. So, Onpred, buddy, what, what, what was your first, like, once you saw this trailer? Buddy, give us some facts I, I mean there's a website there's a website there's some facts let's let's lay down the groundwork for people and then we'll give our opinions exactly so again when i first saw this i was freaking out because you know the sudden moon came out there was a remastered edition and then everybody's getting hyped up but then you saw the tweets from japan from pokemon japan and they're like hey this is pikachu and this is eevee so you know something big was coming out and so just recently they just uh they gave out the trailer um, the game's gonna be sixty dollars because when you go to the website for the for the Japan the Japanese version, mm-hmm. the yet it's exact same thing sixty dollars. So this is gonna be a sixty dollar game. So it's either gonna be Pikachu you're gonna get or Eevee or if you get both for a hundred and twenty dollars. So wow. Um, yeah, so I'm assuming it's going to be the exact same concept. Some Pokemon are going to be exclusive to Pikachu, and some Pokemon are going to be exclusive to Eevee. Um, a lot of familiar faces. One of the biggest things that you see is Professor Oak and a lot of Generation 1 Pokemon. And me and Zero went through the whole the whole trailer going back and forth, frame by frame, to make sure that yeah, there was we really nothing did. missing. Like, that we were not missing anything. There was a moment. Because, see, the thing is, as of right now, it's kind of only confirmed... Uh, not necessarily confirmed, but what we've seen in game is Gen One Pokemon. Now, here's the thing about Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. Um, it's kind of like a little bit of an expansion, I think, to the whole Pokemon Go fran- you know franchise because that started up and that blew up last summer. Everybody was playing it, and I feel like this is a bigger, more worldly adaptation because what it boils down to, it's kind of like a remake of a remake because we had Pokemon Red and Blue, then we got Pokemon Fire Red and leaf green for the game boy advance and now we're getting this and it's going it's basically gen one you're going to be going through kanto again but the mechanics are completely different you're going to start off with pikachu or eevee but when you go out to find pokemon to catch you you're you're going to that pokemon go style where you're just throwing a pokeball you're not weakening this thing to catch it and that's kind of something we want to bring up really quick because as we've stated we've only really seen gen one pokemon but from what 
other parts of the video we've seen, you can actually transfer your Pokemon from your mobile device of Pokemon Go into this game. So that's something I really wanted to clarify before we move forward about Generation 1 Pokemon. So I don't know if you can find Gen 2 Pokemon or 3, but I do know you can at least transfer the ones from your mobile device into the Switch version. And they haven't confirmed it that you could. This is just us speculating. Oh yeah, this is all speculation that they've shown us. Exactly. So maybe they might say, hey, you can only do Generation 1. And if you try to do any other generations... It might not let I, you. I think it might not let you because, again, they still got to create the models and all the Pokemon movesets. Right. So, I mean, it and, might be an update. So maybe, yeah. We don't know. We don't know yet. And that's what I'm really excited. So it's it's your traditional Pokemon with Pokemon Go. And I think that's the biggest thing that's just out of this world. It's a lot of the Pokemon Go elements. And I'm not sure if this is okay with you because I like traditional games. I like the Pearl. I like the Diamond. I like the traditional weak the Pokemon, then capture it. Not hey, just throw a Pokeball. And even the one of the things that you said too was that you can't even that you can actually see the Pokemon. There's no repel in this. Yeah, game. there's no repels. And to some people, will that be like, well, maybe I don't want to use repels, but that's kind of part of the Pokemon experience, the hunt, going out to find the Pokemon, being and afraid. You, yeah, being afraid. It's like, <laughs> oh my gosh, where is it? As opposed to this, you see the par- the character. He he sees the Psyduck, and you walk into it, kind of like in real Pokemon Go on your mobile app. But that's, I, I was expecting a full-fledged turn-based pokemon game now that's not to say there aren't battles that's one thing the mobile device doesn't have it has you know like actual wild not wild pokemon but like trainer battles that it does have but like it's it's the, the gameplay is not traditional by any means it's only traditional by the pokemon go standards but to combat that there is some multiplayer in this game which I don't really know how to feel about the multiplayer. How do you feel about it? Yeah, it's a totally new concept. And I think, at least for me, man, Zero, at least for me, I think this is a good direction. I think this might just be a side Pokemon game, just like Pokemon Stadium. I think this is just one of the things that they're saying, hey, here's something to keep you satisfied. But the Pokemon Go, I mean, nah, my bad. The Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee multiplayer, it's kind of weird. So the way you can play your uh, your character is only with one Joy-Con. So you can do all your yeah, movements. That was you can weird. Access. Yeah, so you can do all your... The, everything you can access is through one Joy-Con. And the reason why they have that is so if you have another person that wants to play, they can with the other Joy-Con. And it's so weird because I'm so used to myself and this is my individual journey. But when you have another character, another person, it's just... It's weird Uh, to have two people, uh, like, Pokemon is not a cooperative game. The only thing you get to close to cooperative gaming is, like, during post-game when you can go to, like, the battle tower and that post-game stuff. And you can take a buddy with you and go through that. But other than that, cooperative play, like, and both characters are on the same screen at the same time. And both of you are trying to catch the Pokemon at the same time. Which... It's weird. It's weird. Um, And here's the thing. Weird doesn't necessarily mean bad. bad. It just means it's different. And it's not what we're used to by any sense of the means. And like... On when when like let's say you two are playing and you go into a Pokemon battle and you know you start up this whole Pokemon Go thing. Player one and player two have their own like little menu and like on the top of the menu it says like get ready, which is like I guess you throw a ball. You have items. You have help, which 
is exclusive to the player one side. Right, that is true. Player two only has get ready and items. As opposed to player one, they have help, which is like, I don't know, maybe like what you need to do. I I, I don't know. A glossary, maybe a Pokedex. I, I really don't know why you'd need maybe. help. And run away, <laughs> assuming you don't want to catch this thing. I think they're going through like the Sonic mentality. Like, hey, player one's going to be the main thing. But if a player two wants to come along... There's going to be no negative side effects, except for maybe throwing the Pokeball. And that's another thing. I'm not sure if the Pokeballs are limited or not. Oh, yeah. Like, do you have to buy more? Or how do you get more? Because in Pokemon Go, you just use the little, you know, Pokestops and whatnot. You can either buy them or go to the Pokestops. I think for this way, I think the only negative side to having a player, too, is that if they keep missing. So if you have a little brother or sister and they keep missing, then you're like, eh, they're using my Pokeballs. But at this point, it just seems like they have, they have, they haven't released that yet on how the items are going to work. Yeah. But I think this is a good concept. It's like it's, it's like the Tales of Sonic. You're going to have Tales. He can do everything that he can. But it's not. It's there's no downside for having a player, too. Right. But maybe I do your also, experience. Yeah, maybe that, too. But I do want to say it's a little bit of a double-edged sword because, like, well, yeah, you might have a little brother that's, like, really crappy and wasting your items. Maybe the game might be <laughs> too easy. Because now both of you, because we don't know. From what it seemed, like, both of you guys can throw the Pokeball at the same time. So do you get, like, a, a higher catch rate if you guys, like, time it correctly? Or, maybe. Or I don't maybe, know. I think maybe they have that as a way to say, hey, it's encouraged for you to throw at the exact same time. Or maybe hit it in the exact same circle. Maybe. But I, I think that's just, like, hey... There's going to be two players trying to capture the same Pokemon. You might as well just make it an extra bonus. I think that's just one of the plus sides rather than, well, what's the point of us playing together if we're not going to do anything special? So I think that's I think that's what they're trying to go with that. Yeah, I, I would agree. Another thing on the uh, two-player thing is double battles. Like We saw that when two trainers walked up to one trainer, they you, you and your player two send out a Pokemon while your opponent only had one. Now, granted... That trainer, because, again, we went frame by frame here, uh, that trainer only had one Pokemon. So, uh, to me, that felt unfair. That's like, wait, that's not fair. He only like had a two one for one. Yeah, that's not fair at all. That's another thing that makes this game seem too easy. And I'm trying not to say, like, see, here's the thing. I'm, <laughs> if you haven't picked up by the, by 10 minutes into this episode by now, I'm not the biggest fan about this thing. I've already tweeted about it. it. I am hating it. (laughs) Honestly, I'm kind of glad that OnPred is here, not only because I have somebody to talk to this about, but if it wasn't, this would sound like a hate speech towards it. I'm trying to give it the benefit of the doubt. Like, the, 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 the friends thing, you can take a player with you, that's cool. It connects with Pokemon Go, so that's pretty cool. And there's other things that seem kind of cool, but... This is not what I was expecting. So I'm trying I'm trying to be as level-headed as possible right now. So I'm hoping as the game progresses, you know, trainers will have more Pokémon, so then it'll always be a double battle. But again, that kind of like throws the question of like is this going to make it too easy? Is it going to make it too like what how is this going to be balanced at all? And what if your friend just decides to be like, "Eh, I don't want to play anymore. You you continue." So does the Pokémon like are they borrowing one of your Pokemon or like? I think that's the idea. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It has to be that way. Otherwise, it'd get way too complicated. And that's an interesting thing too that you mentioned because it's a double battle when there's two players. So, and again, the the first trainer that we saw the battles with, it was just the beginning area. There was just one Pokemon. But does that mean when it's not two players, is it just one on one? And then the moment a second player joins, is it two on two? 
Oh, I think that's, that's a true. Good we don't know. Yeah, we don't know I, yet. I think that's the fun part. We don't know yet. And yeah. Zira, and Zira, I'm willing to do this. I'm gonna pay for this. I already have my hands. Oh yeah, you do. You do have the switch. Oh, you have the switch, so we can totally do this, and we can we can literally. If you get this, um, we can literally kind of play it a little bit and kind of do a back to this video or back to this podcast episode type of thing. I will make you eat your words because you're not giving (laughs) this game a chance. You're not giving this game a chance, and I think it does. I'm really not. I I I appreciate you being here and putting up with my (laughs) sassiness, man. Because like so sassy. uh, I'm just gonna get it. (laughs) all off my chest man it's a remake the dumb pokemon go mechanics are back no wild battles as of now that we know double battles you can see the pokemon you're gonna encounter oh my god what is this game doing i feel like it's just a quick cash grab man now granted no it might not be i think there's so much more to this i think maybe the this was just more of like, hey, this is what the first and second player things are. I think this is just more of the beginning of the features of yeah, this game, yeah. not the hardcore mechanics. But speaking of mechanics, there's actually a new peripheral uh, device that they offer. Can so I? The- uh, yeah, and let me like vent real quick about oh. this. I don't like it. Okay, that's all I wanted to say. Go for it. <laughs> Talk about this new peripheral, which costs extra. It doesn't come with it. As, as of right now, we don't know. They might later on package it. But uh, go ahead. So, yeah. Do, do we, what you must, Don Pred. Do what you must. <laughs> Thank you, Zero. I'm going to tell you as much as I know. So right now, there's a uh, there's a Pokemon ball. It's just like a peripheral. It works just like a Joy-Con. I'm assuming there's going to be Bluetooth with it, just like how the Joy-Cons connect to the Switch. But there's a thing called a Pokeball, and it fits in your hand. It's really small. And it's kind of like a Joy-Con, so where you can move, you can access the menus, just like the Joy-Con. So you don't always need your Joy-Con. If you want to use your Pokeball, just like the Pokemon Go Plus, it works the exact same way, but I believe the battery life is different. Yeah, and, and it costs for 40 anybody bucks. who doesn't know, the Pokemon Go Plus was that wristband thing that came out like way later in Pokemon Go's lifespan. So in other words, this peripheral that's a Pokeball, which honestly, we saw what it looks like, and it literally fits in a child's hand. Like yeah, I think that's one of the biggest negatives for me because again, I'm, I'm a big dude. I got gorilla, gorilla hands, man. <laughs> gorilla this hands, switch, gorilla hands. Like this switch is small on my hands, and so I think the Pokeball is just for kids to be hyped about. It. And I understand this is a kid friendly game, but I think that's one of the negative things about it, at least for me, that it's really small. But the reason why it's so small. It has three hours battery life, which also makes the noises and the vibrations. Whenever you capture a Pokemon on the Switch, it transfers to this. It transfers to the Pokeball. So, like, whenever you want to play with it or whatever, it make noises and vibrations, just like you said earlier. Like when we talked beforehand, it's kind of like the Gold and Silver version. Of oh like- yeah, in Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver, when those were remade, we actually were received a peripheral known as the Poke Walker. Now, here's the thing about the Poke Walker: it was useful. And cool because not only could you transfer a Pokemon through infrared into the little Poke Walker thing, it not only encouraged people to take steps because steps equated to EXP for your Pokemon, but you could also have little battles there too. And you could catch wild Pokemon in the little Poke Walker and you can get items. And it was granted, you can only catch like three Pokemon at a time. And maybe that was the groundworks of making this peripheral. But <laughs> yeah. it seemed useful. This just seems... I have a ball and I put a Pokemon in here. Here, let me shake it so you can tell what Pokemon's in here. La-di-da-di-da. 
I think this is just getting into the Pokemon aesthetics. I think this is just Pokemon outing, and we don't know any more features. But I think this is just like, hey, if you want to go, if you want to go all out on this game, you can by just getting the Pokeball. I feel yeah. like that's what this yeah, is. Yeah, I, I feel what they're trying to do with this is get the the kids that full one hundred percent feeling of being in the Pokemon world because that's kind of what Pokemon Go started to do but here's some things about pokemon go that were never fulfilled like in the trailers of pokemon go when it was first released people thought you were going to be able to trade you can't trade you can't battle you can oh, do that's gy- right granted <laughs> things have yeah i know things have been redefined to where there's gyms and even then the battle system in pokemon go the app is atrocious but that's neither here nor there what i'm trying to say is they're trying to give people that 100 percent because if you were a trainer you'd be going out and you'd be throwing a ball with like the Joy-Con, you'd be trading with potentially your mobile app and you'd be in this you'd see the Pokemon. If you were a real trainer, you wouldn't just randomly find a Pokemon, you'd black out and then you open your eyes and you're fighting a Pokemon. No, you'd see the Pokemon you're approaching. So I think that's the approach they're trying to go for, but I think this is not the next Pokemon game I was hoping to see. This was I was hoping for like Gen 8 with some crazy stuff but this i will agree with you and say i feel like this is just enough to quench the thirst of the fans yes i completely agree i think this is just something as it's just a side piece man it's you just got a the main, side piece just it ain't the main piece. it's a side no. piece yeah this is just to entertain you for a little while and i think that's what this is just to entertain you for a little while people wanted the pokemon People wanted a Pokemon game right now on the Switch. What are you doing? And then they're like, hey, man, this is what we got. We're going to give you a thing. Now, I will say this will please some people. Some people still play Pokemon Go, believe it or not. I was one of the people who played it, but uh, some people still enjoy it. And I think there is some joy you can get out of this. One, the game does look pretty. I'll give it that. Yes. It looks pretty. Yes, it does. And it's it's original Pokemon. It's fire red, leaf green. So you're still gonna see Pokemarts and the Poke Centers. You're still gonna ha- you're li- if, depending on who you choose, Pikachu or Eevee. They like right on your head. At least that's what I saw. Uh, I don't know if you could do that with any other Pokemon. I doubt it because that would take a lot of time and effort to have a Mewtwo on top of your head. <laughs> That'd be so cool, though. <laughs> yeah, they would. Uh, Team Rocket is in there. We saw, again, yeah. I, we're not kidding when we said we went frame by frame with this. We saw glimpses of Team Rocket. You're able to ride Pokemon, and Onpred has a little bit of a request of himself for the last thing that he's wanting to see. Before we do, I want to go back to that Team Rocket. Go for it, go for it, go for it. Because remember the Pokemon Go app? You have a chance to choose the three main frat, uh factions yeah so you're that, right would that play a factor would that mean would your clothes be on the side be red blue or yellow so i, I don't think know that's if that also would, interesting that, that, that is interesting to point out yeah because we haven't really talked about the factions being playing a role if they play a role we don't know if, that yet for all right. we know there's only maybe a couple of goodies that you can do with the mobile device with the switch maybe it's not fully compatible maybe there's just some things you can do with it Maybe once you beat the whole game, I think maybe they might be able to fight you or maybe the or maybe Nintendo might be like, hey, thank you for completing the game. Thank you for maybe uh, beating the Elite Four. But here's the three trainers that you know and love in the beginning of your Pokemon Go experience. And they're hard as all hell. That, I think that would, would be, that would be cool. really cool. I would, so give it, awesome. I would give it cool points for that. Honestly, I, I, I would give it some credit there. Now, like I will say, I kind of want to wrap this up because otherwise we'll be here for like another 20 minutes. But there's a lot to see. 
a lot we still don't know about this game. Are missing? No. We oh, don't oh know if he's my in gosh. There. <laughs> we don't even know he's there. I wish... Probably not, but that'd be so funny. If they that'd made be a so funny, and I would give it brownie points for that because it's like, wow, you're calling back to you're actually appealing to the older generation who this should probably. Now, I will say it does seem a little more kid friendly than it would to adults, but there's still a lot we don't know about this thing. There's still a lot of things we need to find out about this. Will it be amazing? Ah, I'm still on the fence. I, I, unless Onpred can change my mind somehow, I think this game is gonna be a good. I think this is going to be a good addition to the library. Oh, they have they have. No, the no, I'll finish up from, your thought, and I'll finish up my thought because there's two like other things I need to bring up real quick. Oh, okay, my bad. I think it's visually like Sun and Moon. I think it's going to be a great game. I think there's going to be so much more that's going to be offered that we never thought we could have had on this previous game. And plus, because there's a two player mode and so much that the Switch can offer before the other uh, consoles can do, I think they're just going to give us more goodies on top of more goodies. That's, that's all I'm going to say. Please okay. bring back missing no. That's all I want to say. <laughs> the last two things I want to bring up are P- with Pikachu and Eevee, you can like switch up their costumes, and that was kind of cute. I think that's kind of cool. You know, customize yeah, your like- Pikachu how you like. I like that. Um, and the last thing, which was actually also the last part of the trailer, it ends with it saying, "You'll meet a special friend." I don't know how you access this special friend at the end of the trailer. But it seems it has something to do with the connectivity of the mobile device and the Switch version of this. What is it? Could it be maybe a special new Pokemon? Maybe it's a way to tease the upcoming Gen 8? Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's just legendary. We don't. Maybe it's Mew, for all we know. Maybe. Because you know how back in the day and with red, blue, and yellow, there was no real definitive way to get Mew unless you went to like a Toys R Us or something? Yeah. We don't know. But I... I'm not holding my breath on this and saying it's amazing, but uh, Onpred might change my mind. If he gets this for the Switch and I experience it with him, I might learn to love it. We don't know yet. Onpred will do just that. Trust me, guys. But that's all we really want to say about this. Please let us know. I always leave all the links to everything in the description below. And of course, Onpred, thank you for being on the show, my friend. Thanks for having me, man. Well, that wraps up another episode of Zero's Game Room. Want to give a special thanks to my graphics designer, at Trekit on Twitter, and at David underscore Ritter for voicing my intro. Keep up to date with the podcast by liking it on Facebook, at Zero's Gaming Room, and on Twitter, at Zero's Game Room. Until next time, GG, with a definite re.